This is the Morning Sports Desk for Tuesday, November 22nd. Well, 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 you wanted to count them out. They were 5-8 and eight just about a week ago, and we thought, oh boy, things are not looking good for the old Timberwolves. And then, all of a sudden... The Wolves back. They've won four in a row. They've went now from about five and eight. They've gotten to nine and eight on the season, above 500 again. They won despite trailing after the first quarter. They were 0-7 this year when trailing after the first quarter, which isn't a great look for a team, but they got the win against a depleted Miami Heat team. Whatever. This team just needs wins. They didn't have Jimmy Butler. They didn't have Tyler Hero, but... But you had to beat Miami last night, and they did. It wasn't pretty, but they got the win. They also beat Philadelphia over the weekend. It wasn't pretty. They didn't have James Harden, but you still got the win. And I think, and it was on the road in Philadelphia on a Saturday night. The the point is, some of these Wolves wins have been ugly. Some of them have been against bad teams. Some of them have been against good teams who are a little depleted. But when you look at the state of the Western Conference and how tough things are going to be, you just have to get wins when you can. And we talked about how this team is still a work in progress. The season is only about a month old at best, so there's still a lot of learning to take place. Uh, A couple things, really, uh, with the Wolves that we've kind of noticed already has been their shooting is very up and down. Some, I, I mean, just that fir- that that game yesterday was a microcosm for how the season has gone. The first half they made they were like three for twenty five from the three point line. Awful, awful. That's not good at all. And then in the third quarter. Weirdly enough, the Wolves' Achilles heel the third quarter. They have an amazing third quarter. They make all of their shots. Jordan McLaughlin hits like three threes in the third quarter by himself. That's more than the whole team had in the first half, as we just mentioned. So it's kind of the microcosm of they can't shoot some nights and they can shoot other nights, and they were able to do it both in one game and they were able to come out and win. Uh, So there's that. The one thing has also been in transition when they move, they do well, or they have a they have an energy about them when they get to go fast. The problem is when they have kind of their bigs lineup, when they have Cat and Gobert on the floor at the same time, or when they just have some of their bigger guys out there, uh, when smaller teams want to go fast, they are able to go fast on the Minnesota Timberwolves. So uh, that is something that the Wolves are going to have to figure out as the season goes on. But again, we're only a month into this season. The Wolves could suck. After this point, they could be really good after this point. We don't know. The one thing we do know about the Wolves is that something will always go wrong, including even getting the court ready for game time. So yesterday, the Wolves unveiled their new City Edition jerseys, and I don't like them. They're kind of ugly, but like the whole point behind them is like Minnesota's got a lot of artists, so like it's a canvas, and like here's all the different colors and and whatever. It's supposed to be kind of artsy, fartsy. I don't necessarily like it, but whatever. Like if it's if it's your thing, go for it. And the one thing about that was is that the Wolves also got a brand new court. So the entire court was going to match the uniform, and I was kind of excited about that, getting a little bit of kind of uh, getting a little bit of a different taste, getting a, a new design, kind of shakes things up a little bit, makes you want to watch it on TV. And according to Kent Young Youngblood of the Star Tribune, he said 
because of an imperfection on the team's City Edition court, which the Wolves were hoping to debut last night, the old core court had to be reinstalled. So the court that they were using all season. Uh, that is happening at uh, that was happening at the moment he tweeted this, and the game went on unscheduled. But the game went on as scheduled. But they were going to unveil this brand new City Edition court and unveil the first time these uniforms that they've been hyping up only for the court not to be ready because isn't that the most Minnesota Timberwolves thing possible? I don't know. I mean, is it a big deal? No, not really. But it just kind of goes to show you the Minnesota Timberwolves that they put, there's an imperfection in the court. Now, I don't know if that means part of the wood wasn't good or if it just didn't lock into place right, if they're missing a piece. I don't know. Uh, But... It's a classic Timberwolves thing to realize they're unprepared at the very last second and have to retreat back to uh, to what they were planning on before. So, like, it just... Minnesota Timberwolves, man, always expect something to, to go weirdly wrong. Uh, not always catastrophic, but just weirdly, like, did that have to happen? Did that have to happen? So, anyway, my point just goes to show that the Wolves are chaotic. And... That chaotic energy sometimes works to their benefit, and a lot of times it works to their downfall. The uh, the one other thing I will say about this Minnesota Timberwolves team, and this was something about last year's team as well, which you could maybe give them a pass for, but now you certainly can't. Sometimes the Minnesota Timberwolves are the dumbest team on the floor in terms of basketball IQ. Like just being just that whole student of the game, knowing where to be. Uh, you saw it multiple times. Anthony Edwards off ball defending, especially when he was on the baseline would constantly give up people flashing and cutting underneath the basket right in the paint to get a wide open bucket. And I love Anthony Edwards, but like he has to clean up some of that stuff you can't like he had a very nice steal yesterday that led to a dunk, I believe. Not by him, but he set up his team. Maybe not a dunk, but set up his team teammate for an easy layup. When Anthony Edwards does stuff like that, it's great. On ball defending, he's pretty good. But it's that same thing. Like you don't get credit for being a good off ball defender. You don't get a steal. You don't get a statistic for being in the right spot and preventing a guy from getting a ball in a certain situation. There's no stat for that. But it does matter, and Anthony Edwards needs to play better in that regard. He had a nice defensive night from Cat for the most part, another good defensive night from Gobert, but the one thing about Carl Anthony Towns is sometimes he has the mental fortitude of a kumquat uh, when it comes to these uh, these situations. And again, I love Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, you'll find like no bigger Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards supporter than me, but like... Or at least I'm I'm one of the top. Like I I love those guys. Like that I I like cheering for him. Like doing all that stuff. But Carl Anthony Towns, man, the, the Wolves were rolling in the third quarter, and they had like a they had the lead. They had like a uh, they were starting to pull away in the game, and then as the Wolves are riding this like 15 to two run, Carl Anthony Towns gets a technical out of nowhere, jawing at the ref or jawing at Kyle Lowry for the Heat. Either way, like an unnecessary technical, and then the momentum just kind of stops, and then the Wolves are in a dogfight the rest of the game with the team playing a lot of their bench because they had two or three of their starters out. And again, it's just one of those things where it's like, who cares, Carl, that you're not getting that call in that situation? Your team is rolling. 
Worry about it later. And I, I understand the whole drive, the whole uh, positive momentum for the Wolves in the third quarter started with an Anthony Edwards technical. So sometimes you need to have that to kind of spark your team up and, and to get all that going. I get that. But it can all it's a double-edged sword, and the Wolves kind of paid for it a little bit. So anyway, that's just my point to say the Wolves do need to clean things up. They play sloppy. They play undisciplined. They play stupid sometimes. And I can't tell more if it's them playing slot, like if it's just them being sloppy or them being dumb on the court. And I don't know. Like, that's not to say they're dumb guys, but it's to say that they just make some dumb decisions. And I I don't know. I can't tell whether it's just them making passes that they think that they can make or whether like, like it's because I, I don't, I don't know. You, you get what I mean? Like they're, they're either undisciplined or they're dumb on the floor and I don't know what's worse. So like, I don't know which one I'd rather have, but that's the situation we're looking at with the Timberwolves. Gophers won in overtime yesterday. I watched the first 10 minutes of the first half and thought the Gophers are going to win by 40 and they only win in overtime against California Baptist. Have you ever heard of that school? Never heard of that school. Going to be another long season uh, at the barn, but I do like Coach Ben Johnson. Though It's a very young team. There's a lot of freshmen who were his recruits who are going to be getting some playing time, so they're going to get a lot of experience to grow, and there's a five-star recruit uh, from, I believe, California that he has coming next season. So Ben Johnson will have the program being pretty good, I think, for the Gopher basketball team, but you know how good they're going to be this season? I wouldn't be... Uh, now I wouldn't be uh I wouldn't be getting on the bandwagon, let's say. Just watch and learn. I think is pretty much the point with the Gophers this year. Just watch them, get some entertainment, see how these young kids develop, uh, but don't have any super high expectations of an NCAA tournament run. Anyway, uh the United States in the World Cup tied one uh one to one to Wales yesterday, and I can't tell you how much I like I, I don't know. I just don't watch the World Cup, I guess. I how much I'm just indifferent about it. But the World Cup uh, had some controversy because it's in Qatar, 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 whatever, how you pronounce it. I think it's Qatar, uh, the country. Uh, and they were going to do alcohol sales despite the fact that they're a Muslim-majority country. And according to their theocracy, their government, they don't allow alcohol. But they were going to do a special exception for the World Cup. And Budweiser paid a lot of money to get that sponsorship and turns out at two days before the world cup started, uh, the government of get of cutter was like, Nope, no beer, no beer at all. And Budweiser is not happy. Uh, the Ecuadorian fans weren't happy as they were playing cutter in the first round game. Ecuador was beating them. And while at the end of the game, the Ecuador fans were chanting, we want beer. We want beer. So, I mean, you know, that's, that's great. That's a great look for the World Cup. And Budweiser, by the way, is going to be giving the winning country their surplus beer following the alcohol ban. So all that beer that Budweiser had gotten to the World Cup, they say, whoever wins, we're shipping all that to your home country. So you know what? I take it back. I do want the USA to win the World Cup. Let's go. USA. 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 This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Tuesday, November 22nd. As an Alliant Energy representative, I really enjoy helping businesses save. 
Today, I visited a business that asked for a free energy audit. After walking through their facility, I let the customers know how much money and energy they could be saving. Plus, I gave them an action plan detailing how to improve their energy efficiency. I showed them how they could save even more with rebates from Alliant Energy on equipment upgrades. If you are interested in saving energy and money, schedule a free energy audit at AlliantEnergy.com energyaudit